Podcasting from Fort Collins, Colorado. This is Startup Foco Podcast, Episode 4. I'm your host, Vanessa Pagan, gearing up for the 2018 Techstars Startup Week Fort Collins. In this pre-event episode, we have eight guests who remind us to do the work, from getting our message right to resources available at the library. Let's get to our speaker interviews. is a sponsor for Fort Collins Startup Week, correct? Correct. We are um, a returning sponsor this year for the 2018 Fort Collins Startup Week. Awesome. Could you tell us a little bit about what's important about Fort Collins Startup Week for Comcast? Well, at Comcast, we see Fort Collins Startup Week as really the perfect opportunity for companies like ours to engage with entrepreneurs, local leaders, community members, and really help convene opportunities for people to connect with each other and our community and to highlight all of the innovation that's the future of Fort Collins and the state of Colorado. That was good. That was a great takeaway. Could you tell us a little bit about a share from your experience of one of your best lessons learned that you think attendees would benefit knowing about? Sure. The obvious answer is that you know, attendees should join as many sessions as they can, talk to as many people as they can, and and come with an open mind. You know, for us, we thought engaging in Fort Collins Startup Week is really um, learning what makes Fort Collins unique and what makes the startup community, what powers the startup community. Comcast has a large presence in Fort Collins. We've got a new customer service center that's employing currently around 300 people. We've got a new Xfinity store located at the shops at Foothills, and so many other employees across our business who call Fort Collins home. And what we found is there's really nothing like meeting and connecting in person with the community, with the innovators, with the entrepreneurs that that are our friends and our neighbors up there, and just be a part of that thought process and that, you know, that partnership that really is driving the innovative spirit in Fort Collins. That's great. How would you describe your vision for what the future of Fort Collins can look like in five years or 10 years? Fort Collins is full of of innovators and an entrepreneur spirit. It's a forward-thinking community. It offers businesses a competitive advantage with all the educational opportunities, the thriving economy, and it's really an advantage for, for not just Fort Collins, but the entire northern Colorado area to have an opportunity to create and grow. We really think that bold ideas and entrepreneurship are a core part of our DNA at Comcast, and we're really proud to support the Fort Collins and Northern Colorado community of these great um, inventors and founders and innovators who are building businesses there. That's great. Leslie, if there was someone that you could publicly recognize for their hard work in the Fort Collins, Northern Colorado area, who would you want a shout out to? Big, big shout out to Andrew Schneider. He's one of the organizers of Fort Collins Startup Week, and he has just worked tirelessly to ensure the Fort Collins Startup Week runs flawlessly. Year after year, he's just been the heart and soul of the week. And his creative thinking and positive attitude and, you know, continuing to to come up with new and different ways to engage in the community have just been key and critical to the success of the week. So we were really proud to work with Andrew and proud of all the hard work he's put in to engage with us and so many other businesses in the area. Awesome. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, Vanessa. You Look got forward it. to seeing you. Bye. Bye. 
On the line with me now is Angel Kwiatkowski, who is the founder of CoSphere, the first and largest community-managed shared office space in Fort Collins, Colorado. Angel, hello. Hi. Could you tell us a little bit about what you hope people get out of going to Fort Collins Startup Week? Sure. I hope that people meet a new friend. I think that's important and it's so hard to do um, if you're stuck in the same office every day. I hope that people learn new that helps them either personally or with their business. And I hope that they kind of get their minds blown in some way. I don't know how yet. I like that. I like that. And on Monday, February 26th at 9 a.m., your session is co-working. Supercharge your business and have fun doing it. What do you hope attendees will get out of hearing you speak? I hope that our session, which is just a bunch of people who are already members of co-working spaces, I'll help them tell their stories about how co-working has helped them and their businesses. But I would love to sort of demystify what co-working is for people who've been reading about it or seen in the news, but never actually experienced it, that it's so much more than just a place where you bring your laptop and work. It's really um, about meeting friends and getting to know people that you never maybe would have met to kind of dismantle the loneliness that happens when you work for yourself or work at home. And I hope to just inspire people to explore co-working a little more deeply and to take advantage of all the free co-working days that ha are happening all week. Yeah, that's a, a wonderful thing. I'm a big fan of co-working and I'm glad that during Startup Week, there's going to be co-working opportunities for everyone to try it out every day. Angel, if you could share one of the top lessons learned that you've had from your experience with Startup Week attendees, what would you tell us? I would tell people to go to some sessions that, you know, absolutely make sense to you and, and you know, you kind of have an idea of what you're going to learn and, and that will be helpful for you. But then I would also encourage people to try out sessions that make no sense to you. In my particular instance, it's anything to do with blockchain. I just, I absolutely don't understand it. And so whenever I see something about blockchain, I try to challenge myself to go to it so that my face looks less confused when people talk about it. <laughs> and uh, to even try to go to places you've never been. We've got some venues for Startup Week that are outside of Old Town. I would encourage people to jump on the Max or take the, the shuttle that's being offered and head a little further south to attend some sessions down there. Wonderful. And while you're talking about the ability to get out of Old Town, could you tell us about what you hope your vision for Fort Collins is? I think my hope would be that Fort Collins can continue to find its way in the world of startup without subscribing to the way startup is talked about on the internet. The uh, concept that startups are built to be sold, need to get VC, have to have funding, have to go really quickly, have to lose themselves into the startup in order to start up, I think is a false fairy tale. And I think Fort Collins knows that on a deeper level. And I, I hope that people who start businesses in Fort Collins and, and come here and want to start businesses understand that wants to do it a little bit different and we're not going to be the next California and we're not going to be the next Boulder. We're going to do it our way and I think it's the better way. That's great. Keeping the authenticity of what makes Fort Collins Fort Collins is a great message because I hear you with the idea of a startup. Startups have to have, there's these expectations of what it means to be a startup and the reality is a startup can have many different variations depending on the founders, the product, the audience they're serving. So 
I, I am a proponent to keep Fort Collins, Fort Collins. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to Andrew. Um, he's done so much for all of us by changing startup week from what it was just a few years ago. And every year it comes around, it gets more authentic and, and we see a broader uh, type of people and type of business doing presentations and getting involved. And I think it's perfect and absolutely what our community needs. That's great. Thank you for being on the line, Angel. I have Ariana Freelander on the line with me, who is the founder of Rosabella Consulting and the author of the book, A Misfit Entrepreneur's Guide to Building a Business Your Way. Hi, Ariana. Hey, Vanessa. Could you tell us a little bit about what you hope startup attendees get out of attending Fort Collins Startup Week this year? Oh, man. I hope that startup attendees get some inspiration that's actionable So and, and some grounding. I think it's really important to just get a true sense of what it takes to be an entrepreneur and to take an idea um, from your mind to market uh, and then really get some insights into what do I need to do to make that happen? Because I think that real learning occurs when you can change your behavior and you can see ways to improve how you're showing up in the world and with your idea. That's great. And you have a session Tuesday, February 27th at 9 a.m. called The Neuroscience mm -hmm. of Conversation, What Every Entrepreneur Needs to Know. What do you hope attendees get out of your session specifically? For me personally, learning about the neuroscience of conversation has been life-changing, both personally and professionally. And so when when we've all been part of this conversational dynamics, I think we're something's just not working, the things are going south, um, it seems like we're on the same page, but then we walk away, um, different things occur than we anticipate. Um, and so for me, understanding what's happening neurochemically in those moments has just been transformational. And giving people that insight so that you can understand like there's actually something neurochemically happening that impacts the way we engage in conversation and then can impact the way our conversational partners are engaging with us. And once you start to understand that, you can change your neurochemistry in the moment. And so you can go from being argumentative or stressed about a conversation to connecting on a deeper level with somebody and being able to co-create some amazing solutions to problems. And for me, being able to apply that in, in my efforts to build a business has been amazing because my customers have amazing insights and I want to be able to leverage them and build products and services that fit their needs. And when I can have those kinds of co-creative conversations, that's possible. For me, learning conversational intelligence has leveled up my game there. Awesome. That's a great share. You're giving us tools to be able to have new words of saying what we do. Yeah. And understanding just those things that we feel like we all have been in a conversation where it seems like we're getting along really well and we're on the same page. And then someone goes from zero to 60. It could be yourself or someone you're speaking with. And all of a sudden they're shutting down, turning away, not engaging. And there's actually something happening neurochemically that explains that. And so those feelings aren't just woo-woo. There's something there. And so it's nice to be able to provide some scientific basis for it so that it's like, oh, we get it. It, it makes sense now and you can do something about it when you understand it. That's powerful. Ariana, if you could share one thing about what you found most valuable that you've learned as in your professional career, what would you share with us? 
Oh, man. I think for me, it's been really learning to trust myself. You know, when you decide to be an entrepreneur and start your own business, there's so many people that uh, have ideas of what you should do. And in the beginning, for years, I really took that advice to heart and uh, questioned and doubted myself and made decisions based out of fear uh, instead of out of what intuitively was right for me. And learning to trust myself and distinguish, I say in my book, distinguishing between the voice of my inner critic and the wisdom of my inner genius has just been hugely beneficial because every time I listen to my inner critic, things didn't pan out the way I was expecting them to. And uh, when I listen to those insights from my inner genius, and we all have one, you know, that's where amazing things have occurred. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. I like that. The inner genius and the inner critic. Thanks. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. It's a way to, for me, it's to kind of frame it and um, see that there's there's these two distinct voices, and one is very helpful, and one is generally just causing me to get off track. And every once in a while, you need that fear fear voice, but not as often as I think for me it was presenting itself. Great. And uh, next question is. What do you see for the future of Fort Collins in five years, 10 years? Yeah, that is, I feel like, such a hard question to answer. It's such a big one. And, you know, I, I want so much for our community. I think that we do have a fantastic community as it is, and we have a lot of room for improvement and growth. And, you know, things like affordable housing and poverty and um, discrimination that happen in our community are really I think concerning, and I don't think that we really bring those to the forefront enough to address. And I think that those are important issues to address. And like I said, I think there's some great things that are already happening in our community, and I just see those continuing to happen. Our commitment to sustainability and walkability and things like that, I think are really powerful and profound. And it'll be exciting to see how those efforts level up. I just imagine we'll continue to invest in ourselves and and learn from things that are working and things that don't quite work out right. But I really hope we address some of those uh, systemic issues in the future. I think that's really important for a thriving and innovative community. Awesome. And last bonus question is, is there someone that you would like to acknowledge for their hard work and effort in what they do in the Fort Collins community? Yeah, I think there's so many people that are doing such amazing work. I mean, everyone that's organizing Startup Week is, you know, really just their their hearts are in the right place. You know, I know Andrew Schneider and Nick Armstrong done a tremendous amount of work in our community for Startup Week and for other events like Comic-Con and things like that. Uh, I think Jessica Raleigh's done amazing work um, really in the entrepreneurial sphere, uh, both at CSU and, and since she's moved on from CSU. And, and Jenna Knapp, Sanchez, and Monchinoco are also amazing. There's, there's just so many great people in our community, and I think all of those People deserve recognition and so many others that I'm probably forgetting to name, and I apologize about that. (laughs) That's okay. Thank you for naming the names that you have because this is our chance to recognize and say, these people work hard. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I am so grateful for the sense of camaraderie and collaboration that occurs in Fort Collins. It's definitely one of the things I love about our community. Thank you for being on the line with me. Bye. Bye. Have Krista Bear, who is a career coach, speaker, author, and founder of Live, Love, and Work. Krista, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited about Fort Collins Startup Week this 
year. I'm excited about you. You have three sessions. <laughs> yes, I do. You have three sessions. You have two that are on March 1st. The first one is at 1030, selling your services without being salesy. And then at 4 p.m., she leads women leaders in the boardroom and beyond. And then Friday, March 2nd at 1030 a.m., you have overcoming imposter syndrome. Krista, what would you hope that your attendees get out of your sessions? What I really want my attendees to get out of sessions that they come to of mine is to be able to walk out of that room feeling prepared to make more offers to their ideal clients and to be able to make more money with the people that they're working with. Typically, I find with a lot of the people that I work with and a lot of the speaking that I do is around how we can own our own value and get paid what we're worth. Like we're already doing a bunch of awesome work out in the world and a lot of entrepreneurs and freelancers, solopreneurs just aren't getting paid the right value for the work that we're actually doing. What would you hope that an attendee of Startup Week gets? So there's going to be over 130 sessions. What is your hope for the attendees? I would love for people to come to Startup Week and really get connected to the amazing entrepreneurial community that exists here in Fort Collins. I often meet with and talk to entrepreneurs that aren't connected with any kind of community here in Northern Colorado, and they just don't know of all of the different resources that we have available to us. And it's really hard to be doing this type of work in a vacuum all on your own. And it's great when you can get connected in with the right resources and the right communities so that you know where to go to for support and camaraderie and just being able to have someone to ask questions and that kind of a thing to help businesses be even more successful. That's great because startups don't exist on an island either. We all need other people. Krista, if there Mm -hmm. was something that you could share with first-time attendees, what would you tell them? I would say definitely go to sessions that might challenge you. It's easy. I think a lot of us might look at the schedule and you pick out a few sessions that sound interesting to you, but I would encourage you to really challenge yourself with the sessions that you pick out and go to one that might feel like is a little bit over your head or you're not really sure if it's for you, but something about it just sounds interesting because one way that we can really grow individually as well as professionally and in in our business is to challenge ourselves to take things to the next level. And if we stick within our comfort zone, we're not going to be doing that. That's great. So out of the nest we go, out of our comfort zone. Krista, if you could share with us what you hope the future of Fort Collins looks like, what would you share? I would love to see Fort Collins become even more inclusive and supportive of women business owners. I feel like there is some support that's out there right now, but oftentimes I feel that it misses the mark a little bit in actually appealing to and helping women business owners. There's a boys club kind of environment that exists in Fort Collins, particularly within uh, the business business world. And I think there's a lot of opportunities and a lot of people that want inclusivity and want to help women business owners succeed just as much as other business owners. There are ways that we can do that with just a few tweaks on what the community is already providing and offering. That's awesome. Is there anything that you'd like to share, Krista? I think when people think of an event like Startup Week, networking is a natural thing that we think of and people tell you that is good to do. And I have to say that I'm actually a little bit anti-networking, and I want to explain what I mean by that, and that is that I really encourage people to go into Startup Week thinking about building community and connection versus networking. I don't tend to think that most of us benefit from just trading business cards. It's really having those conversations and finding those people, building relationships 
relationship with people that are going to have long-term lasting impact. And that really goes beyond just trading business cards. So whether you're an introvert like me and the idea of networking seems a little terrifying, or even if you're much more comfortable with the idea of networking, really think about how can you connect with people on a deeper level and not just on a surface level and go beyond trading business cards into actually starting relationships. That was awesome because when you said not networking, I was like, Oh, what follows that sentence? And really, you change the meaning of networking from this superficial business card swap to what it means to build community, which is a much deeper relationship that you have with other people. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much for hopping on this call with me, Krista. On the line is Katie Amon, who is from the library, representing here for us during Fort Collins Startup Week. Hi, Katie. Hi. Good to talk to you. Glad to glad to have you on the line because the library is coming strong for Startup Week. You guys have three <laughs> sessions. It's awesome. On Monday, February 26th at 1.30 p.m., there's a session called Business Resources at the Library. On Tuesday, February 27th at 12 p.m., is a session called Intro to Self-Publishing Through the Library. And on Wednesday, February 28th at 3 p.m. is FOCO Nonprofit Networking Group. Can you tell us a little bit about what is the library hoping to have as an impact as being having these sessions? Absolutely. So one of the reasons that we're excited about participating again with Startup Week is that there's still a, a large sense of our community that um, doesn't immediately think of the library as a natural partner for them in their startup or the expansion of a business or whatever part of the life cycle that they're in. So the different types of um, programs that we're offering and some of the resources that we'll have available, we really hope that attendees come to recognize the library as sort of a natural partner for them in fostering their business growth, uh, whether that's working with our research databases or working directly with some of our specialized business librarians to get the research and information that they need really to succeed in, in our community. That's great. And what do you hope attendees get out of the entire event? So there's going to be over 130 speakers, sessions. Um, what do you hope attendees get out of being part of this? You know, it kind of goes along with, um, with our own library goals. There are amazing resources and opportunities here in Fort Collins for businesses whether it's a, you know, a tech-type startup working within a sphere or a more of a creative startup, uh, food, beer, uh, artistry, all those sorts of things really have a place here in Fort Collins and really strong community support. I feel like our, our city government and all of our various agencies, the library, the Small Business Development Center, really do a great job of supporting local business and helping them kind of achieve their dreams. That's wonderful. And if you could share with us one of your top lessons learned with the Startup Week attendees, what would you share with us as your insights? Uh, you know, one of the, the funniest things is that actually that you asked that because we hear it not just at Startup Week, but occasionally in, in other areas in the community. And people are shocked that we're more than just books. Um, certainly the library has a passion for books, and we will always have books, but when we start talking about all of the other resources available or services available, whether it's a 3D printer or the fact that people can uh, check out a GoPro or a Fitbit, they're just 
sort of in awe of what a modern library actually has available. And so last year when we participated, there was a lot of great discussions, not just around the resources for business and startups, but also these other fun conversations like, oh yeah, you can download comic books, or um, did you know that you can check out a, a Colorado Parks Pass and get into a state park for free? Ooh. So it's, it's really that, that idea that libraries, a modern library really caters to information and entertainment and uh, creativity in a lot of ways. Katie, you know this is coming. Uh-huh. Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sometimes we do. <laughs> I know, I know. And I know that's not your lesson learned, but I just feel it's so appropriate to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it fits in so many situations, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, no more book jokes with the, with the library. I, I got it, I got it. All right. My, my last question for you, Katie, is as someone representing a very modern library, what would be your vision for the future of what Fort Collins looks like? That's a big question. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, I can only speak sort of on, on what I've experienced as a staff member with the library and, and the different things that we've been involved in. But I feel like the, the community is moving in a very uh, positive direction, and not just with its support um, for businesses and entrepreneurs, but we're seeing some really strong conversations around key issues that, that certainly we at the library encounter around homelessness and mental health and diversity. And those are starting to become very critical conversations in the community and our neighbors and, and friends are having voices in those conversations. And I think that to continue to be a strong and, and fantastic uh, community, we have to have those conversations. And the library is very excited about being part of those and, and in fact, hosting some of those conversations. Wonderful. That was, that was a great answer. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Bye. I'm on the line with Renee Walkup, CEO of SalesPeak. Hi, Renee. Hello. <laughs> you have three sessions during Startup Week. On Monday, February 26th at 1.30, you have a session, Value of Mentoring and Being Mentored. On Tuesday, February 27th at 3 p.m., Top Tips for Securing New Customers. And you're moderating also on Monday, the 26th at 2 p.m., Mentor Speed Dating. Renee, can you tell us a little bit about what you hope attendees get out of the sessions you're a part of? Well, um, it's very exciting. very exciting week. And um, so for the mentoring program, our hope is that mentees, uh, business owners, people will come and find a mentor during this kind of speed dating session. Um, the mentors will, you know, maybe find a, a mentee as well. So we hope that this will be a valuable session. I'm going to spend a few minutes on top tips of mentoring and top tips for men being mentee during this session. So hopefully people will get some new ideas that they can use when they are seeking out somebody to either help or be helped by. Wonderful. And can you share with us a little bit about what you hope attendees get out of the overall Startup Week event? Well, um, I just want to say this is this will be my second Startup Week. Last year, I was new to the area, and I will tell you that Startup Week changed my life. It was just amazing. Um, I didn't know people in the community. I didn't have connection in the business environment and in the area. So by going to Startup Week, I made lots of friends. I had 
learn new things. It was just a very exciting way to get to know people in the community and learn more about Fort Collins and the area. So that was great. And I'm looking more of that this year. This year I want to contribute and give back. Wonderful. That's so great to hear that that has been your experience and you're already turning it around and giving back and enhancing what's available out there. Thanks. Renee, can you tell us a lesson learned in your experience from your career that would benefit startup attendees to know? Well, I think it's important to go with an open mind. I mean, certainly that sounds like a cliche, but, you know, going, uh, having an idea of, you know, attending different sessions, being involved, getting uh, to know the community, meeting new people, um, having fun. A week of getting information new friends and having fun if I were to synthesize it into three different areas. So it's just, it's a a really exciting time uh, around and I can't wait uh, to see who's there and what we're going to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. That's amazing. Renee, can you tell us a little bit about what you hope the future of Fort Collins looks like? Wow. Well, um, I just attended the uh, mayor and and the city manager's event last night, so it's fresh on my mind. So there's so much uh, exciting things. There's so many exciting things going on in our community. Um, This is such a great place to live. And, you know, I think that um, for the future, we're looking, our future is bright. We have a highly educated community. community. We have people who are motivated and excited. We have a friendly area. I shouldn't be advertising this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we have just such a, a great place. It's just such a great place to live. And I love it. Personally, I mean, I feel like I'm finally living the life I've always wanted uh, being in Fort Collins and living in this great place with so many kind, wonderful, intelligent people. So it has its downsides too, but I I just choose to ignore those, but uh, most things are are so great here. I love it. Awesome. And if there was someone that you could recognize for the hard work that they've done in the northern Colorado area, who would you like to recognize? Recognize Ann Barron. Ann Barron is uh, such a terrific connector in the community. She brings people together. She has an organization, uh, NOCO, gosh, Northern, I never know the whole name of it, but anyway, Ann Barron fabulous. Um, She brings people together, has events, always such a wonderful connector. I think that uh, um, our city manager, Darren, is fantastic. He's very supportive of our business community. Um, I'd want to recognize, I feel like I'm at the um, Academy Awards. Um, (laughs) Innisfere is fantastic and all the events they have there. So Emily Wilson and um, Mike Freeman. So I'm, I'm, so yeah. And then our mayor too. I think that Mayor Troxell does a fantastic job of connecting people and being supportive and being around. I see him regularly. I mean, we're not personal friends. I just see him at events. I see him at, at, places that you wouldn't expect a mayor to show up just because he really does care about Fort Collins. So I, again, it's just such a terrific place to live and there's such terrific community involvement. Those are great answers. Thank you, Renee. Sure. Renee, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. I've got Nick Armstrong, who is the geek in chief of WTF marketing on the line. How are you doing, Nick? I'm doing great. How are you? I am wonderful. You have been so involved in Startup Week, Comic-Con, TEDx FOCO. There's just so many events that you have been critical in putting together and rallying around in Fort Collins. What would you say is your hope for people who attend the 2018 Startup Week? My hope for people who attend Startup Week in 2018 is that they meet people that they haven't been exposed to yet and ideas that they've never heard of before. You know, traditionally, Startup Week has been, um, you know, the, the place where you go if you have an app 
and you want to know how to monetize it. Well, it's not that way anymore, um, especially with Andrew Schneider at the helm, who I am just absolutely thrilled to work besides. And, you know, I, it was funny because I was telling people, I, you know, I really want to work with Andrew. I really want to work with Andrew. I've never had a chance to have a project with him. And finally, finally, he let me on the team for Startup Week. And uh, it's been a lot of fun ever since. And so one of the first things that, uh, that Andrew did was he pulled in some content captains. And content captains are folks who are um, in charge of different areas of expertise. And so they're going to be pulling on their folks that they know who are experts in um, certain areas. So, for instance, uh, Angel Kiewikowski, excuse me, Angel Kiewikowski, who is uh, one of the, I would say she's the foremost expert of co-working in Colorado, if not the country. Um, she is really high up there. And so she has access to all these freelancers who know different things about freelancer concerns and freelancer issues. And she takes really good care of her community. And so we're exposed to a whole new plethora of knowledge just because of that uh, introduction. Then you've got folks from the Innisphere, you've got folks from CSU, you've got folks who are in charge of nonprofits, and Sarah Scobie from the Poudre River Public Library District, and um, Anne, uh, I don't remember her last name at the moment, but Anne from the, uh, oh, McDonald, Anne McDonald from the Poudre River Public Library District, who is doing some awesome stuff in the realm of business uh, research and she's the business librarian for the Poudre River Public Library District. So you've got this awesome, awesome amalgamation of knowledge where, you know, normally that just doesn't happen unless you um, pay a bunch of people or go to college, right? And so if you pay a bunch of people or go to college, you can get that plethora of knowledge. But just this is the one place where it seems to exist outside of that realm. That's awesome. You have two sessions at Startup Week. The first is on Thursday, March 1st, Storytelling Pays as a Marketing Technique at 9.15 a.m. And then at 10.15 a.m., you have Negotiation and Conflict Management for Freelancers. Nick, what do you hope people get out of attending your sessions? Well, the first is I hope that they stop doing boring things in their marketing. Um, it's really I, – I run a business called WTF Marketing, as you mentioned earlier, and it's a – it's an entire company built around the premise that marketing can be fun and not just logging through stats and Google analytics and tweeting on Twitter every single hour and making sure that you have influencers who are creating content. And oh my goodness, right? Everybody's just falling asleep when they hear that. Why don't we have fun with our marketing? Let's make sure that we're actually connecting with our audience and our customers and having a lot of fun doing so, giving them memories that they're going to take back with them to their friends, their family, and people are telling you will not believe what happened when I shopped with such and such when I went into their store. And this is what happened. So that's what I hope they get out of the first one. The second one, I want freelancers to stop being abused. Um, and it's really, really simple for a new freelancer, because I know it happened to me, to be abused in contract negotiations. And there's just no reason for it. The best bet for a freelancer to get good negotiation expertise is to hear it from fellow freelancers. And what I've done is in this session, I've compressed all of my knowledge about negotiation, conflict management, contract negotiation, rate setting. I've put it all into one place so that a freelancer could come and learn from uh, one of their fellows who's been there and done that. That's great. It also sounds like a great connection with Angel. Um, because uh, I had an interview with her yesterday, and she was so modest about the, the role that she's playing in creating co-working as this expansive reach for all kinds of freelancers and founders to be able to have somewhere to go. Yeah, and Angel really, um, 
Angel was one of the people that uh, I came up with in Fort Collins as well. Um, and so we, uh, back in the day, hosted what was called Freelance Camp, back when Pod Camp was a, a big thing that was happening around the country. And so um, she and I sort of co-organized this freelance camp thing, um, and it was the largest conference of its kind at the time. It's like 150 to 250 freelancers that got together in 2010 and just started talking about best practices. It was an unconference, so everybody got to decide what they wanted to talk about and sort of, you know, form focus groups around that. But it was a really fun time. And uh, that same energy and spirit is very much present in Startup Week. And I think that no matter if you're a solopreneur or a freelancer or a CEO of a five to 500 person company, you're going to get something out of Startup Week. There's so much content, so much uh, community involvement. I think that it's something that you'll really, you just go in five minutes and you'll absorb some amazing things. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing, Nick. We are about out of time, but I am so glad that we were able to connect and do this interview. Of course. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. I'm on the line with Kristen McMahon, the founder of Einstein Creations. Hi, Kristen. Hi. You have a session on February 27th, Tuesday at 4 p.m. called How Do I Talk About What I Do? Can you share with us a little bit about what you hope attendees get from your session? Sure. From my session, you know, it's talking to people about what you do, right? So my intention is that intend attendees will feel empowered and equipped to network in a way that is fun, easy, and effective for their desired outcome, whether that's exposure of their art, new connections for their business, or increased sales. So there's a lot of preconceived notions or ideas about networking. I hesitate to use that word because of that. But networking can feel like this big, scary thing that's really intimidating, or you could be the person that feels really confident in your networking. But when you look at your results from time, money, and effort put in, your business business may not be growing as you had hoped. So we have to think about networking as more than making friends or connections. Networking is really your face-to-face -face marketing. And when you do it with intention, it can be really easy and super profitable. The trick is to develop a way to talk about the what you do in a way that connects to your target market. <clears throat> so when you're asked the dreaded question, what do you do, you're prepared to respond in a way that feels authentic, is comfortable and easy, and generates your desired outcome. Wow, that's a, that's a very succinct and clear answer. Thank you. So Kristen, my next question is, what do you hope attendees of Startup Week get over the course of the entire week? So for me, this is my the favorite question that we've got, and that is, I hope that they get exactly what they're looking for. At one of the most important things anyone can do before they attend Startup Week, or quite frankly, any endeavor, is to set an intention of what they want to get out of it. Take a minute, write it down, exactly what they want to learn, who they want to meet, what they want to experience, see, feel, encounter. I mean, that list could go on and on. They may be looking for new connections, new ideas, new clients, or that one thing that will change their business. And I would recommend they even do this before they go into each session. Write it down in the notes before the session begins. What happens is this gives your brain something to focus on. If they do this, their subconscious mind will be working for them to find exactly what they're looking for. Their thoughts, their words, their beliefs and expectations will make all the difference in startup being an amazing experience or not. Intention is powerful, and I want them to get exactly what they hope to gain, and it's all possible with just a little bit of planning. 
That's a great answer. You're talking about the strategies for neuroscience. Yeah. That's wonderful. Exactly right. Kristen, can you share with us uh, one lesson learned from your experience in your career that would benefit startup attendees to know about? Ooh, uh, let's see. One lesson learned. I don't, I don't know that I could narrow it down to just one. Uh, let's see. I would say um, have a plan more than anything. It's kind, of this, it's kind of this place of having two documents in front of you at every moment, right? I think there's two pieces of information that an entrepreneur needs at all the time in front of them. One is their purpose and their mission, the why they're in business, and the second is their business plan, right? The business plan is the map of where they're headed, their strategy, they work out the logistics of the business, the how, the vision, the goals of the business. If it isn't their strong suit, there's so much help around. There's so many incredible resources available that can guide them through that process. Their plan will never be perfect, it'll never be done, because as you learn and get in the grind of running a business, things come up and you have to change course. You'll have to be willing to pivot. Businesses are always evolving and changing. They're like liquid, right? So fluid. Technology changes, trends change, and you have to stay relevant to your target market. However, having your purpose and your mission or your why in front of you, that is the, the being of your business. That doesn't change. This is their guiding force of the business. So it's so important to keep your purpose and your why in front of you, or you can get caught up in the minutia of running your business plan and be pulled away from your passion, the reason you're in business to begin with. I like to think of it as your why is your destination, but your plan may take you many different routes and detours to get there. That's a great answer. Thank you. Kristen, can you share a little about what you hope for the future of Fort Collins? You know, I have to tell you, I'm super excited about the future of Fort Collins. We are so blessed to live in, in this phenomenal community. The work our city has done and the Fort Collins Chamber has done to help businesses thrive is, quite frankly, par none. And it's been a while. The numbers may have changed, but the last time I heard it was forecasted that they're expecting a population growth in northern Colorado area to be around another 500,000 in the next five years. Wow. I get excited about that. I think it's wonderful. With more people comes more opportunity for them to experience the businesses that we have and that we're starting right now. So I think it's a phenomenal time to be a business owner. That's great. And in the northern Colorado area, is there anyone that you would like to recognize for the hard work and efforts they've done? You know, since we're talking about businesses and we're talking about startups, there's so many great different nonprofits and and people at work behind the scenes that I have it's a huge shout out for our local Fort Collins area chamber of commerce. They're the only five-star accredited chamber in all of Colorado. That's a big deal. It's kind of like saying they're the superstars, right? They really are advocates for businesses in Fort Collins. Everything they do is to help support businesses. And you don't have to be a member of the chamber to receive the the rewards of their tireless efforts that are going to accommodate these people that are coming, but then just to make our businesses thrive. And the other is really just for People who may not be aware of the Small Business Development Center, the SBDC in town, they offer incredible business connections to business resources. They have classes, the classes that you wouldn't believe at very low cost and free business consultations in just about every topic of business that there is. Doesn't matter where you are in your stage of business. It's one of the most, I think, underutilized resources that are available to businesses and business owners there owners out there. And I just think that if we could just take advantage of what they have to offer, it could really help your businesses grow. It's just phenomenal resources. 
thanks for giving those organizations a shout out because I actually have not heard them before in the in the recognition and I'm, and I'm glad that they're there because shining the light means that more people will have access to them even though they've been there it's just can we know that they're available to us for sure for sure awesome Kristen that was our whole interview thank you okay you're welcome okay awesome have a good day you too bye-bye bye Thanks for listening to Startup FOCO Podcast. If you like our show and want to know more, check out startupfoco.com and sign up for our newsletter. Join us for our next episode when we talk reaching up and reaching out.